The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Hey, Chadville. Uh, it's Tuesday. Welcome to the show. Hope you're having a great one. It's turning into a beautiful day out there. A little chilly overnight, but looks pretty good right now. And we are hearing that forecast looking better into uh, next week. And I know a lot of you uh, needing that and, and looking forward to that. Um, on the show today, of course, at 420, we'll give you your word of the day for your chance to win your way to uh, Mexico with uh, me in January as all part of Jet Away with Jay Lynn. So right around 420-425 mark uh, we'll do that. Uh, we'll be talking uh, Celine Dion a little bit as well at one point as well. Details on how you can win your way into see her show. On the news front, we're going to talk a little bit about post-secondary education and what you think about that. There's been some new work uh, done into uh, post-secondary education by Global News. Just some reporting into it and kind of the biases around um, going to college, going to trade school, over going to university. So we'll explore that. Really excited just after 3 o'clock. Sammy, uh, Sugar Sammy, uh, Canadian comedian, just uh, a superstar uh, on, the, on the comedy scene right now. He's been so busy around the world. He's uh, back home during a tour. He'll be in Edmonton. Uh, well, he's performing on uh, on Friday in Edmonton. He's going to be in studio with me this afternoon. So looking forward to that. We'll talk about that red meat study and uh, a study also into plant-based alternative foods. Have you tried any of that stuff? I haven't. And this story, which we'll start with today about distracted driving and insurance rates. Now, do you have a distracted driving conviction? Because thousands of you do. Um, and my other question is, have you tried to get insurance recently and at a reasonable rate? Uh, more and more Albertans are speaking up about the challenges and the cost. Companies, so just to break this down, down a little bit, Chadville. Companies can choose not to provide collision and comprehensive insurance because they're optional by law. But collision insurance covers damage to the driver's vehicle when it collides with another car or object. You know that. Comprehensive covers other damages like theft, fire, and hail. Now, although collision and comprehensive insurance are optional, it's typically required if the car is financed or leased. So that can cause uh, some real issues there. And more and more companies are classifying distracted driving conviction as a major conviction. And that pushes up the rates. Joining me this afternoon is George Hodgson. He is the CEO of the Insurance Brokers Association of Alberta. George, thanks for taking the time this afternoon. You're very welcome. What are you hearing uh, from clients uh, about these challenges uh, in, in trying to get insurance? Well, um, we don't hear much, you know, in terms of directly from the uh, insurance brokers' clients. But uh, anecdotally, we are hearing that uh, many companies, if not all, are uh, viewing distracted driving as a major conviction. Um, up from uh, a minor conviction. Yeah, let's let's talk about that, uh, George, a, a little bit. So before, what would have been a minor uh, conviction and what would have been a major conviction? And then my next question would be, why are they upping it to a major conviction now? Well, I think, uh, I think in terms of upping it to a major conviction, I think it's largely because of the incidences that have occurred as a result of... Uh, of distracted driving. Uh, in some jurisdictions, distracted driving is viewed as serious as impaired driving. Mm. And uh, in terms, I don't have the statistics on me, but in terms of uh, 
damages and accident frequency and that sort of thing. Again, in some jurisdictions, it's approaching, if not exceeding, impaired driving. Hmm, and okay. uh, it's it, it's quite dangerous at the end of the day. Yeah, so, so I think that's what companies are viewing it as. Okay, so before what would have been considered a minor infraction or a minor conviction? Well, it would be something similar to a small speeding uh, conviction, that sort of thing. Yeah, and uh, and in some cases, <laughs> the minor conviction wouldn't have any effect whatsoever on your premiums yeah. or. And in other cases, you would have to accumulate a few minor convictions in order for it to have an effect. And I've been told by uh, some companies that a minor conviction, a minor conviction that does affect your insurance, you're talking about maybe a 10 upwards of 15% increase in premiums. Uh, for a major conviction, such as distracted driving, I've heard of uh, 25% increase in premiums as a result. That's a, that's a pretty big kick in the butt, isn't it, George? <laughs> It is. Um, it is, but you know, it <laughs> distracted driving can, can can cause some really, really serious uh, accidents. Oh. I actually saw one uh, that was trending on social media um, a couple of weeks ago in uh, South Central Alberta, somewhere. Somebody ran into the back of a tractor. Yeah. At 110 kilometers an hour, and did some pretty severe. I would imagine rode off the car and actually did some really severe damage to the tractor, perhaps even rode it off as well. So well, yeah, and even more so, you talk about that, you talk about, you know, the deaths that can that can happen from it. My, my aunt was uh, was was killed in a distraction uh, driving, or distracted, <laughs> believed to be distracted driving accident yeah. in, in Ontario. Actually, her and her <laughs> best friend were, were, uh, were killed. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, and, and, and so I guess the thing is, is that, I mean, some people are just saying, though, that, you know, one... One distracted driving conviction shouldn't necessarily mean that your rates go up by 25%. Now, I know there's other people who are going to say, hey, you, you do the crime, you're going to do the time. Um, you know, what do you, again, I, I know I'm, I'm putting you kind of on the spot here as <laughs> the CEO of the Insurance Brokers Association of Alberta, but is, is it fair for one conviction to have that increase of uh, that dramatically? Well, I, um, I guess I would use the same argument that used to be used many years ago. Mm when impaired driving was, was yeah. viewed to becoming a problem. Uh, yes, we, uh, you know, we caught you once, but, you know, that doesn't mean that you weren't doing it steadily mm. mm-hmm. and, and repeatedly. And, uh, and I think given how serious the accidents resulting can be, um, I think uh, um, the, the companies and probably uh, the, the general public that, that does not drive distracted, yeah. Um, would probably agree with that. And, well, yeah. and you know, I'm, I'm sure that you, know, you mentioned in your own personal life where somebody was, was, was killed as a result. Yeah. I'm sure that the, the families of people that have been injured or killed or have had considerable property damage probably would also not view this as a... Uh, as all that severe. Well, and you know what, George, it's interesting. Whenever we talk about distracted driving on this show and we talk about, you know, how can we get people to stop doing it? Um, you know, there's all sorts of different ideas, options out there, and one of them that comes across big time is up the insurance rates. That will get people's attention. And all of a sudden, I think it is getting people's attention. And, of course, you know, you know, maybe you're thinking that you're getting, a, you know, two, three strikes before you're out, but in, in these cases, it's 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 a, it's a one strike, and, and that's, yeah. a, that's a, a, a tough and pricey lesson for some people to learn. It is a pricey lesson, and, and I think that, 
I think it's, it's part of trying to make distracted driving as socially unacceptable as, uh, as impaired driving. I mean, you talk to young people today as opposed to young people, you know, a generation or two ago, um, impaired driving is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. They, all, they all have, you know, my own children who are in their you know, mid to late 20s and early 30s, uh, you know, they always had a designated driver. Uh, generation before, maybe, maybe not. And I think, I think over time, it will become uh, socially unacceptable, and it's becoming that mm. way now, right? Yeah, I think we have. A, I think we have a long, long way to go, George. I, I think that we are so absolutely agree. we are so attached to our to our yeah. our, our cellular devices and and, and vehicles. And, and to be honest with you, the 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 car companies making it very, very easy for us yeah. to to have that. Um, available to us in our in our cars and i know some of them there's safety features and that sort of stuff as well yeah. but you know the good old days when you were just bending over to click over another you know another station on the radio that's that's yeah. one thing compared to what is in vehicles now and of course distracted driving is really beyond you know speaking on your cell phone while you're driving or or texting or whatever it's also eating i mean people are doing more things while they're driving than they ever were uh I can remember when I first started driving, there was no such thing as a cup holder in the vehicle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Now there's cup holders and there's all kinds of things for for you to be able to do something other than just drive. Yeah, well, right? and, and for those of us who have uh, who have pets who don't, you know, harness them yep. in, I mean, I yep. think um, I think back, you know, 10, 15 years ago, me driving around in my SUV with, with two dogs, the smallest one, 55 pounds, the other one, 80 pounds, and yeah, okay, yep. well, one's sitting in the front seat, one's sitting in the back seat, but, I mean, all it takes is one, you know, one curious head up between the console, and, and you just never know what's going to happen, right? Or you, or what about the person that you see from time to time driving with a small lap dog sitting yeah. on their lap yeah. between them and the steering wheel yeah um, my uh, 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 a relative of mine uh, was killed we're talking 30 plus years ago because the other driver had a cat in the vehicle and the cat ran across the dash and oh my gosh the side of the road yeah. you know so distracted driving has been around for a long time but with the advent of cell phones and smartphones it has now become much more of a of a common event and it's become critical you know what george i remember trying to put a cat in a car once <laughs> that did not go well that you only tried well. that once you right? only did it once yeah and i didn't have a cat for much longer yeah. after after that so so interesting though so i'm getting a couple of texts coming in and i just want to ask sure. you about that george uh, as well of course i forgot george Hodgson, the ceo of the insurance brokers association of alberta uh, uh, on the phone this afternoon and again i really appreciate your time this afternoon i know yeah. you're you're in pei so i appreciate you um you you, you uh, joining us uh, some people saying you know even smaller speeding tickets from from years past are are coming back to bite them in the butt is Mm -hmm. is that something so this text comes in it says not only due to distracted driving we just redid our insurance and our broker said that we had to pay an extra 130 dollars a year due to a speeding ticket that my wife got in 2017 it's the only conviction on either of our driving records that's like getting the ticket over and over again every year until it clears from her record Uh, that's from troy out in the oil patch how does that work george with speeding tickets I probably shouldn't you okay. know, speak to a specific incident because um, often you don't get the full story, right? And so, so I'm, I'm just, so I just in don't general feel comfortable then how, doing that. So in general then, how do speeding tickets impact insurance? 
I haven't had one for a long time, so I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't. You're better off because I'm not a broker personally. Okay. All right. So you're better off talking directly to a broker or uh, to the insurance bureau because they also have a lot more statistics okay. than what I do. All right, uh, George, I don't know if you can answer this one, but I know there's been a lot of talk about uh, that uh, 5% cap on auto insurance rates that mm-hmm. was implemented, implemented by the NDP government. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind of impact did that have? Uh, on on rates that um uh, I, I won't say so much about rates but just about the industry overall okay. because um you know it really took the free market out of the equation for uh for auto insurance so mm-hmm. it was implemented in uh, november of 2017 and the current the government uh, allowed it to die at the end of august, august yeah. of, of this of this year so we won't know the impact of the five percent um, uh, disappearing, as, as you uh, as, as you would, until until um, you know some of the uh, applications to the Alberta Insurance Rate Board are uh, are put through, and until of course people start receiving their um, the renewal. Yeah. yeah what... So it, it it did have an impact in that you know companies weren't able to write to the right premiums to the risk that they were trying to write. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it kind of put a damper on things and uh, and probably caused some of the things that you mentioned at the beginning of your uh, of, of this segment, uh, you know, things like not writing Section C and all of that, because companies were just, you know, they, they, they were losing money in, in terms of the auto piece. So, yeah, it did have an effect. Um, obviously, I don't know what effect it had on premiums, mm. but it certainly had an effect on companies' ability to, okay. to earn a profit. So for those those folks who are texting in saying, hey, I just uh, got a distracted driving ticket, or they're trying to, to deal, maybe they have to pay that high risk. That's the other tricky thing that, you know, as we mentioned, that, that upfront one. And mm-hmm. um, I, have, uh, I have someone in my family who um, got into an accident uh, a couple of years back, and they're dealing with that now and, and what that looks like, that big hunk of money up front mm-hmm. what do you tell people then you know when it when it comes to you know distracted distracted driving convictions and, and insurance rates what do you tell them are you just telling them put your damn phones down pretty much yeah i think that that's you know the important thing is distracted driving is such a dangerous practice uh i guess putting your phone down and you know if you're eating a hamburger pull off pull off to the side of the road and and, and finish your meal and that sort of thing, right? Yeah, interesting. It's, it's really, it's gonna, it, it really is a problem. It's it's going and it's and it's again as I think it's going to continue to be a problem. But I think you yeah. know if you know some of these people, as much as they don't like the, this lesson, it's a tough one to learn and it's a pricey one to learn. It's a pricey um, one to learn. Yeah, but uh, no, I know of somebody that actually, when they get into their vehicle, before they get into their vehicle, they put their cell phone in the trunk. Yeah. I know somebody who does that as well, George. Yeah, just, yeah. Uh, you know, because of temptation. Yeah. Uh, George, George Hodson joining me this afternoon, the CEO of the Insurance Brokers Association of Alberta. George, thanks for this. Appreciate your time. Thank you very much. Look forward I, to appreciate, to you. I appreciate you having me. Yeah, look forward to talking to you again soon. So that's George Hodgson. So just so you know, Chedville, um, Edmonton Police saying that they have issued more than 5,200 distracted driving tickets so far this year. Are you one of them?
And if so, what did you get it for? Let me know at 63 You can give me a shout at 496-0063. So in last year, in 2018, they ticketed 7,739 distracted drivers total. Um, we're at 5,200 right now. What has... What has your experience been? And again, like I said to George, when we talk about this, when we talk about taking, you know, what could be uh, something that would stop distracted driving, we talk about insurance rates. We talk about premiums going up. We talk about big, big fines. We talk about getting hit in the pocketbook as being the, the one thing that could really make a difference. And now we're hearing from folks who have been hit with one distracted driving ticket. It's now being classified as a major conviction. They've been hit in the pocketbooks and um, they're saying it's not fair. So your thoughts again, you know, distracted driving and uh, insurance rates and um, apparently more and more people um, who have uh, received a distracted driving ticket going to get uh, renew their insurance and finding um, that um, their insurance rates have gone through the roof or that um, they may, the company may not provide collision and comprehensive insurance um, and Although those are optional, it's required typically if the car is financed or leased. We're seeing, you know, we're hearing some people not being able to get insurance. We're hearing about, the, you know, the price going through the roof, maybe up uh, 25%. Some people in that high risk category. Um, and you just heard George Hodgson uh, from the Insurance Brokers Association of Alberta tell us that... Um, more and more brokers, um, well, they're just determining that a distracted driving conviction is a major conviction, not a minor conviction, a major conviction. Um, because if you look at some of the outcomes and some of the things that have happened as a result of distracted driving, it should be called uh, a major uh, distraction. So your thoughts on this this afternoon from Bonneville this afternoon, Jay says, you know, or, no, I'm Jay. Uh, this one says double the current fines and leave insurance rates out of it. Would that work for you? Or you really learning your lesson with having a, a hike in insurance uh, rates. I mean, you know, that happens if you, if you have a, a, a drunk driving conviction, right? Uh, do you put drunk driving and uh, and um, distracted driving in the same in the same boat? Is it is it in the same realm when it comes to um, infractions when you're driving and and the outcome when it comes to insurance? Uh, that Tom says, Jay, I think it's totally fair. If you aren't breaking the law, you don't have to worry about it. Worried about a hit to your pocketbook? Follow the rules. David says, what? Eating in the vehicle is now considered a major offense. All the police have to do is sit by and drive. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, no. Dri eating in your vehicle isn't classified as a major offense. Uh, offense. 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 <laughs> um, distracted driving is. And eating in your car can be considered distracted driving. That's uh, the difference, David. I've not got any distracted driving tickets, but I got one stunting ticket because I spun out last winter with my front wheel drive car and another because I had my hand out the window, believe it or not, but I fought them, says this one. Larry says it's another money grab for insurance companies that already rip us off. Richard, my pal out in Calling Lake this afternoon saying only when we're 100% driverless will distracted and impaired driving be eliminated. Ron calls it a money grab. And then this one from Aaron, who works in the insurance industry. 
He says he works for an insurance company. I respect the fact that some folks are upset about not being insured or reinsured after this kind of conviction. If they're upset, don't drive and text. We already know not to drink and drive. We wouldn't insure someone who had committed this offense. It's against the law. Don't do it. Simple as that. The cost of repairs are extremely high. If you have a minor bumper collision nowadays, look at the cost. A simple bumper job can cost $2,500. Yeah, the guy that rear-ended me last year on his phone. Learned that one the hard way. That's more than a person's premium. If you damage more than that, obviously the costs are higher. We are protecting our own interests and we have that right. I'm sorry that people are upset that they're out uh uh, out, uh, this is not an. This is just an aspect of business. It's not personal, just business. That's from. That is from Aaron this afternoon. So keep your uh, your thoughts coming in at six thirty. Six thirty. We'll take a break here for the two thirty news. On the other side, we're going to talk about uh, plant based protein and red meat. Yum.